Back with another episode of Racked on Rack. Racked on Rack. And uh, we've learned from our first experiment about sound, so hopefully it sounds a lot better. We got, you guys see the difference already, or hear the difference. we got two microphones now. Thank you to Mr. J, not mention any names, so we want to try anonymous on this thing. JG. But, but you know who you are. You know who you are, J. So, uh, so yeah, so we had a bit of, just a recap of the last uh, podcast, we had a bit of responses, um, it was quite interesting the stuff we were talking about, we might get uh, jailed for it, but hey, who gives a shit? Um, so, whole thing is about recording our thoughts, and we've got a lot of fresh thoughts, Dean, we, from today, we, um, we toured a, a Collins class submarine today, a private tour by the way. That's right, that's right. So today in the morning we went down to HMS Platypus, I don't know what it was called. Cuttable, Cuttable. Cuttable, Cuttable, down, uh, down at Woolloomooloo. Navy base. And uh, got a, a free tour on the submarine, active submarine, mind you, not one of those bullshit ones you go on with your fucking grandparents. Not a radioactive submarine either, which is what I thought it was when we first Which is fine by me, my balls are nice and happy for that. Your balls are hot. My balls are on fire. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so we'll just give a run through. So we went on the, the sub, um, and we went downstairs, and we went to the, the command room. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to take any photos for obvious bloody reasons. Mm, fuck uh, you, terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, not to mention, the thing was made in the 80s, which you can actually tell. It looks like it's from an 80s action movie. However, it was, uh, it was interesting to see the periscopes. There was two of them. There was a captain chair we got to sit in as well. Describe the upholstery on the captain's chair, Dean. Oh, right. So, <laughs> do you like... remember that movie where Leonardo DiCaprio had a fight with a fucking bear? Imagine yes. skinning that bear, putting it on a chair, and getting to sit in it. That was basically upholstery. Like it's a bear's ass. Like a bear's <laughs> ass. It was nice and woolly. You could tell it was warm. It must, fuck, it must get cold when they go down to whatever depths they... You, I don't you, know the depths they go down to. Well, it's classified. It's classified. But, fuck, man, it must be cold in there. That was woolly as fuck, that, that seat, man. I guess you have to be comfortable. If you're firing torpedoes up someone's yeah, ass, you want to make sure you're doing comfort. If you want to... You're potentially there for a long time firing torpedoes. Mm. That thing is packed with torpedoes. Oh, mate, so... Had a bit of a breeze around the, the control center room. Quite interesting. And the next place we went was, I think, the armory, where they had all the torpedoes. And, funny yes. story, people sleep underneath the torpedoes. they got beds underneath them. cots, the racks. Um, they call them racks in the Navy. The racked on rack with racks. <laughs> and the racks were underneath these torpedoes. It was mental. It had a warhead, and then the rest was filled with fuel, essentially a little rocket. Load it into the, the tubes, flood it, and off it goes. Dead set. These things were massive. The Huge. torpedoes, like, mm. yeah, you, you look at Pearl Harbor, and you look at the, the torpedoes in this movie, and the other, whatever, like, fucking Siege, whatever that movie is, with uh, Steven Seagal. Mm. But you look at these torpedoes, and dead set, they were probably about five metres, a little bit more, five metres in length. Maybe a bit, a bit longer. And um, sl- people sleep underneath them. Like, I'll be shitting my pants. If you like sleeping, wartime kicked in. This thing fucking dropped on your head. At least you wouldn't know, really, would you? If you sleep and then you'd just be instantly vaporized or crushed. At least you know your DNA went to good use afterwards. Remember, do you remember? Have you seen? Um, I rarely watch any movies, but there's um, the fuck's that movie? The James Bond one. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah, I watched a bunch of movies. Tomorrow never dies, and they had that that. 
crazy torpedo with the teeth on it. They could drive it through the the um the ship, and they they just wreaked havoc through the ship. Do you remember that? Uh, it's no. It's like right at the start of the movie. Really? Anyway, it's some hectic torpedo, but it was more hectic than the ones. Well, I don't know. It was funny. National warhead ones we saw today. The guy that was giving us the tour, right, was just talking candidly about it, and he was tapping on the actual warhead. So I always got a bit anxious. Like anyone hitting where the detonator sits on the torpedo of that size, I was going to be queasy. He was like, "Yeah, look, yeah, these torpedoes are fine." Like he's like, "Nothing." I'm like, "Shit, myself, going. What if you just set one off by hitting it?" He goes, "No, nah, there's a cap on it. Fucking whatever." But um. But yeah, look, it was it was really interesting. Like, and people go, "Oh, it's gonna be cramped inside and claustrophobic." And I, I didn't have any issues. Do you have any issues? I had no with issues. With claustrophobia. Well, with that going through the submarine and the tight quarters. Well, I didn't have any issues, but I, it, they have squeezed for obvious reasons. They've squeezed every possible bit of space. There's no overweight people in the navy, obviously. Oh yes, escape hatches. Escape hatches. Some of the stuff is very. But you know they have to pack a lot of shit in those submarines, man. Two reasons they have they don't have fat people in submarines. Oh, yeah. One, the fucking weight, and you just drop that thing to the bedrock. Yeah. And yeah. two, if there's ever like a flooding, there's no way you're getting out of that hatch, man. Like, I want six foot, maybe slightly overweight people might say, but I barely fit in the escape hatch, and that's just going for the first hole. And there was all this other shit in the in the way. So you're wearing like a suit or some shit. Ah, oh, dude, you'd be, you'd be boned. But yeah, it was a really good experience. Um, Oh, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Fucking hectic engines, man. V16 diesel engines. Three dude, of them. Those like three. Train engine. Three train engines. Two, two active and one standby. Interesting about the standby. It's interesting that there was standby engine, but there's still only the one uh, motor slash generator and one propeller. So, like, there's not a total full redundancy in these things. But you... Basically, you're fucked if that generator gets... Yeah, so it had, like, what, the one... backup engine. You've got like, one propeller, basically. Yeah, you got one propeller. One drivetrain. You yeah. have two auto engines, in a sense, with pistons, 16-piston engine, or whatever it is, kicking away. And um, one goes down, the other one kicks in. But supposedly, if they both... I shouldn't be divulging this, actually, I think about the Australian Defence, how that shit fucks up. To all those Arabs out there, nah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um... Those fuckers don't know how to even swim, let alone fucking fly a submarine. So... Drive a submarine. So, basically, yeah, it was just interesting to see all that in action and, and you know, the pros and cons and, and and all those sorts of things. And then from there, we went and saw the living quarters. Um, and we got to lay in one of the, the beds. And one thing crossed my mind. And, obviously, you're in a tin can for 40 days plus, maybe six months mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. And everyone has to ask the question, because you're on there, where do you masturbate? And I, I actually raise this, I go, I go to the guy, I go, where, where do you, you have to rub one out, you go, you go nuts. You can't quell your urges for nah, two months. But you can't so. freak out your, your crewmates who are sitting in the bunks above you and below you, so, funny so enough. they've come on your bed sheets, it does smell after a while. But not just that, just the dump fat, it in the bed. The maybe. fapping noise will freak the fuck out of the people in there, man, they're you, like you're in like, mid-war time and you hear it's like fapping away mm. so I asked mm. him I go so what happens if you didn't masturbate and he goes funny you should ask that there's actually a, a designated area an unofficial designated area where mostly guys we don't know about girls where they go down and they rub one out and it was funny it was the next place we had to go and he showed us that they have dirty mags stashed away and they do the systems check which takes sometimes up to an hour or more so you're sitting there and you, ha- you can't move you're, you're monitoring these systems so I guess 
when you get the urge to uh, relieve yourself, he was telling us that they have dirty mags and you actually do it there while you wait for the systems to, to finish doing their, their QA check or whatever. Yeah. But the weird bit is, is when you ejaculate, you go down this thing, what was it called? The, the bilge. The bilge, like which is like the deck underneath. Drain it's kind a, of thing. It's basically the sump. Every, everything in here is waterproof, so the cum splatters no, of no consequence to the operation of the submarine. But it's designated, and it felt weird standing there knowing that Hundreds of sailors have busted a nut where we were yeah, standing. And when the guy was telling us he had a fucking smile on his face, and I was like, oh, mate, unbelievable. You can jerk off anywhere, though. I'd jerk off in the engine room, though. If it wasn't, you can get up to 50 degrees in there. It'd be like the Titanic when they were shoveling coal in the, in the boilers, man. That'd be like, in the, that'd be the same sort of yeah, but, shit going on. Yeah, but you don't have coal on your hands. I'm not talking about jerking off as a Titanic worker. <laughs> I'm talking about the general working conditions. Oh. Like, it'd be fucking hot in there. I'd say that'd be pretty hectic. Unless they absorb the shit. Those guys. How about the Titanic? Where would they have jerked off? They would have jerked off anywhere. Anywhere. They would have jerked on the side of the boat, I reckon. Although, I guess they're already... But I don't... see for two days. But I don't think they would have, because... Right? They would have been having, like, shovels shoveling coal into the steam engine, so they have blisters on their hands. So they'd have to get one of those Irish chicks in, like, sea deck to fucking sort them out. Yeah... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have had tough people. If I was designing the Titanic, I would have... Hey, Lassie, come over here and put me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have desig- designated... D-deck. <laughs> I'd have a secret deck, like a rub and tug deck. Look, it Except was... Except without type girls. Like, you'd get some, like, people from wherever it took off from, like Southampton or fucking... Where, the... where did it take off from? Uh, I think it took off from... Somewhere, but it was only in New York, so it was somewhere in London? No. Yeah, it was somewhere in England. England. Well, look, I think what we're getting at is, like, in maintaining your sanity in such an environment, they, they, it, you laugh at it, but that's one of those things, man. They do have porn as well, like live video porn. Like, there was a hard drive with, like, six terabytes of... Movies Legally acquired movies, <laughs> if ASIO or whoever the fuck's listening. Um, and sometimes they hide porn there, too, which... Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got to do it. This sounds like something really crude. It's like South Park when um, Randy they lose the internet and Randy complains that he can't jerk off to Playboy anymore because he's jerked off to Japanese girls vomiting each other's mouths. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when they do you remember that show where he actually found the internet yeah. and they found Randy? It was like this shit was sprayed all over the place. It's like desolate on the chair. <laughs> it's a ghost. Did you see the spooky ghost? <laughs> <laughs> so look. That was some of the things we saw today, like, and, like, we went further into the sub, and he, and the, he showed us, just about the whole, like, you know, what surprised me, was that this guy, he was the, he was the submarine chef, head chef, but he knew every, almost every part of the sub, mm. and, like, the parts and what they were for, and it's one of the things I do, and I was quite impressed by that, like, one of the questions, they had this one guy who pilots the, who drives the submarine, right, and I went, well, is there anyone else that knows it, and he goes, oh, there's actually five other people who are qualified to drive the submarine, which makes sense if one guy comps out. But it also, they have two-hour sessions, so fatigue is managed on these things, um, on these yeah, submarines. So everyone's everyone's trained, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was really like, quite impressive. It's like in Band of Brothers when um, they drop into Normandy and they're scattered all over the place and the um, Lieutenant Winters finds, that, finds this young rifleman from another company and is like, oh, I'm just a radio man from another company and... Lieutenant Winners says to him, well, if you're in my platoon, I'll tell you, you're a rifleman first and a radio man second. Like, they all have, they all know 
they're all trained in the same shit. Yeah, you have to. You have to cover the other dude's job. Yeah. But yeah, that was quite impressive. Like, yeah, this guy knew every part of the motor, what it was called, its use, all this stuff. He might not know the ins and outs of a cat's ass when it comes to like the, the, the switchboards and the generator. But he, he knew where everything was, he knew what it was for, he knew there was a reason for every part of the part of the submarine, which to be honest was very impressive. So we went through all the submarine, it was the back we were at the front end, we went to the back end. Into the uh, the aft. The aft the, the arse of it. The arse of it. And um yeah and just and it was uh it was it was, it was quite impressive. So these submarines hold 60 dudes, um, six seniors up the top who are a bit more luxury kind of uh, quarters, hmm. um, and there's 15 on, 15 off, and something else, I forget what it is, but yeah, it was, it was really quite impressive, and like, you know, I, I've, I've never been like uh, deep into the military uh, as much as some, but I appreciate what they do, mm-hmm. and they kind of... Hats off to all the sailors out there. Yeah, everyone in the defense, but even just like today, we have a deep, a deep appreciation for. Can you think submarine? You think seamen? You start making jokes like, "Oh, it's a seaman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny, but yeah. Yeah, but in Best the end, respect. In the end, they have to to live in such, uh, I guess, tight quarters and such conditions hectic where they're doing machines, it for us. Though, hectic machines. I mean, I always thought helicopters were fucking badass, but that shit takes to a whole new level, man. There's so much shit that's packed into that fucking sub, man. They used every last bit of space in there. Dude, the torpedoes is what killed it for me, man. That, those things were fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told us, though, if one hits a boat, like a, a battleship or something, it splits it in half. Like, those things are fucking hectic. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that was, we did that today, this morning. Um, and then we had a couple of beers with him afterwards, and, um, yeah, and then we, we went our separate ways. So, yeah, so that's one thing. So we did the submarine. Um... Definitely an unusual experience. It reminded me of... That's where mermaids came from, hey? Like, sailors would be out on sea for fucking forever with no chicks. Just other dudes to look at. Since then, now they'd just be looking at fish going, oh, I'll do that. Yeah, they're looking at, like, manatees and shit, and they got that desperate that they were like, yeah, I'd tap that. You reckon? Uh, you reckon it was because they, they didn't have any fresh fruit and they got scurvy and they were delusional? See Absolutely. that, the, you know, here we go, here's a thought. Imagine being back in those days, 1600 drive. The chances of being a fat chick and peeking up on the first sailors that get off were quite high. Oh, fucking earth, man. They would have been hanging out at the ports. Man. Here's a show. This should be the show back then. The Bachelorette. So, fat chick gets to the port and... Fat chick ten, hairy legs. Hairy, doesn't matter what they are. If they've got a vagina boobs and they're sexually, I guess, functional... Cover up all their odour with shitloads of perfume. Dude, you got ten dudes coming off a boat, I guarantee one will be like, yes, I'll do you. Yeah, fucking hell. There you go, bachelorette, portside. <laughs> like, would, would part of the show be you place bets on which chick picks up first? I'd be, be like a first in line. You'd watch the dudes come out, oh yeah, this dude looks fucking a bit of lowbrow, you know, he's going to go for, for the fucking... For anything. Whatever the fuck. They've rolled Love out my the yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I, uh, I get that. that. That's what probably, uh, probably would happen. Yeah, the desperate If only people had proper recording equipment back oh, then. Oh, dude, it would have been hectic. But then, uh, then you would have got the other part of it, which is where Son of the Gun came from. Son of a Gun. Yeah, so I can actually talk about this, uh, this saying. Son of a Gun. I, I did a bit of research years ago. And by research, I mean, I was bored one night and just like YouTube all this shit or Googled it. Yeah, pre-Netflix days. And um, I, I, I used to look up sayings, and one of them was son of a gun. So son of a gun 
its origin is when a ship rocked up to a port anywhere. Sailors obviously didn't have nowhere to stay uh, when they got off, so they went off and they found a chick in the nearest bar. Obviously, they're ready to bust a nut and they take her back. The only place they could have sex was actually on the ship next to a cannon. So when the the female got pregnant, there's next to a gun. Yeah, is son of a gun. So that's where son of a gun came from. Now, what that means means I don't know. Maybe the the kid's got issues. He's a bit of an asshole. Oh, what a son of a gun, you know what I mean? But basically, it means the mum got her, her thing on next with a sailor next to a cannon. So I don't know if it's a good thing or bad. Imagine how many babies. Have to, you reckon people fuck in those beds under the torpedoes? Dude. Would it be son of a torpedo? <laughs> son of a... Uh, I guess so. <laughs> or whatever the fuck happens. You know, Dave, we've had a good time with the submarine, man. It was a good once-in-a-lifetime experience. We didn't need to win any fucking competition to do it. You name. <laughs> fucking who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It was, it was good as it was. There's still things that upset me. Not about that, but just in general. Not the submarine? Are things, are thing, no, not about the submarine. There are just a couple of things that just really... What are, what are things that upset you? What, what grinds your gears? <laughs> I'll tell you what grinds my gears. What's the top of your no list? Amount of, no amount of submarine sailorage is going to keep me from fucking being pissed off about this. Alright, what's the number one thing at the moment that's top of your list that grinds your gears? Well, me and every other True Blue Australian out there... Fucking Bunnings, man. Have you heard about this? <laughs> have you heard about this shit? I have seen something this morning, and I didn't. Holy I, fuck! I read something in the paper, and I didn't really understand it about the onion thing being on the bottom of the sausage. Oh. Please explain. Well, for years, I don't know how long they've had it. Fucking for as Dude, long I as I worked at Bunnings sixteen years ago. They did they have the sausage, the barbecue, yeah. weekend barbecue. It was okay. a, it was a snag with fucking onions so and sauce. So it goes back at least sixteen years. Sausage and bread, classic fucking snack, you can't go wrong. Barbecue sauce, tomato sauce, fucking whatever, right? Mm, good as long as it's not vegan. $2.50. You Might put, be more now. It's pretty it's convention, you put the onions on top of the sausage, right? It's been that way for 16 years, fucking whatever. Go to New York, you get the same thing. 2018 rolls around, Dean, everyone's a fucking pussy, and we live in this bubble wrap fucking society. Some Fucking idiot slipped over the onions because apparently you put the onions on top, it falls out. Some dickhead slipped over. Who slipped over. on an onion? Oh, some fucking guy. Do you see Mario brother cut Mario cart and they throw banana peels on onions? Banana industry into turmoil, but no, you don't because Mario's a decent dude, unlike this fucker who fucked up bunnies. So because he's threatening legal action, he's a he by the way. He's threatening legal action against bunnies because. The onion made him slip. All right, so, the so now they someone the had a, someone had a snag with onions on it, and onions dropped somewhere in the store, and the guy slipped on the onions and hurt himself. Yes. You're in a hardware store where you're surrounded by bulky shit and stuff everywhere, and onions is what took you out. Yeah, he's a fucking homo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not to say no, homosexuals. Nothing, nothing gets homosexuals. It's just I'm so angry about this. <laughs> It just slipped out. <coughs> so what was the result? <coughs> the result was, because he's threatening illegal action, they have to put the onions underneath the sausage. Wow. To stop the onions falling out. People are rightfully pissed off. See, what's me. wrong with this now is that when someone goes up to them and goes, I would like a sausage sandwich. And they're, alright, nice. Would you like onions with that? Now you have to go, I like a sausage sandwich, and now they have to go, would you like onions with that? 
first before they even put the sausage on there. Before you can get the sausage on there, and it was like, it, this is going to slow down lines. It's going to fuck every... <sighs> it's stupid. It's like putting the cheese on the bottom of a pizza. Exactly. Oh, the toppings. Fucking crap. It's like putting the toppings on top of the cheese of a pizza when the cheese is supposed to melt on top of the toppings. Yeah. yeah. Makes there's zero Look, sense. there's a natural order of things in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you want to procreate, man, woman, have a kid, even though it's kind of changing these days. Um, you know, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's a natural order of things. And when the Western world, you read from left to right. Mm. Uh, right-handed people wank with the right hands. You know, and there's things that naturally feel normal. Just the way things are meant to be. Having the onions underneath the sango just ruined it because it's part, it's a topping. It's not a topping anymore. And now it's a bottoming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, it's just, what annoys me is... Let's just put the sauce in our mouths and just, make the fucking sausage sandwich. What happened to people just... This is what happens when you live in a... Bend, bend place. to minorities. No, but you, li- you know you're living in a fucking excellent place if the... Shit like this is all over the news. It is a small, it's a first world thing, it's a... In you mean, it, it's saying, if stuff like this hits the news, it means there's nothing that bad going on. No, it is fucking bad. <laughs> but, relatively speaking, it's not that So what are you going to do now? If you go to Bunnings, oh, right? Man, it's just... Oh, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Bunnings, you're going to walk up and go, listen, I want a sausage sandwich with the onions on top. This is what's going to happen. I'll go up to Bunnings and I expect the dude with the... Green apron, yeah, the green apron. With a big red hammer on the back. The red shirt. To ignore the bullshit that comes from Bunnings HQ and put the fucking onions where they're supposed to be on top of the sausage and then put the sauce on top. I reckon they'll just... They'll, they'll have to just Look, sort of take... Look, I, I used to work at Bunnings for three years. <coughs> I started at 14, nine months. So as soon as I was able to work, basically child labour, mm-hmm. started working at Bunnings... And it, well, actually, it was Hardware House back then, sorry, before I got bought out by West Farmers. So I was at Hardware House, we had proper tradesmen, ex-tradesmen, and then as soon as West Farmers took it over, it just went really girly. It's not a sexist thing, it just went really wiggles. I don't know what, what you call it, it just went very American, I guess, maybe you might call it, well, where everyone's happy, high fine, and shit. It's, just, it's a fucking, hard, it's a hardware shop, man. Nails, concrete, it's a, it's like a men's place. We don't see us going to a, I guess, a, uh, a hairdresser and go, hey, spit on the floor, let's make it more like a saloon. You can't do that. Anyway, there's, there's, it, there's a reason it's, it's where guys go, and girls, I guess, are DIYs, but it's a, it's, a, it's a manly place. Men don't sleep on onions. And if they do, they don't fucking bitch about it so afterwards. That's, that's, the <laughs> thing that, that's the thing that always, just the principle of this bubble wrap, Fucking society we've created. Like, so what are you going to do about it? It comes with a good. Well, they, they have to reverse the decision to start with. I don't know, man. It just raised the insurance up. I guess the trick is people have to protest. There's Facebook groups out there that are protesting. There's Facebook groups that are arranging events where you're just going to chuck an onion on the ground and, and slip over. Maybe taking if, a piss. If you can, we can meet halfway and go. Okay, the issue for Bunnings is if someone slips in the store, they hurt themselves. They can sue the store. For negligence and, and a non-safe environment. However, does the car park count as part of Bunnings? Because what if a wet leaf blew from a tree and landed in the car park and the guy slipped on that? Are you going to blame Mother Nature for that? We fucking 2018 probably would. Yeah, I know. But we shouldn't even be having this discussion. It should just be, fuck me, I fell over, I'll just get 
dust myself off and keep on fucking keeping on there. But see, this relates to when you go to Coles where the grapes drop on the ground and people have eaten shit and because it was inside the store. Now, I understand, like, if someone, if it's inside the store, okay, there's a duty of care of somewhat, it, it, whether it's onions or whatever, um, it doesn't matter. They have to create a safe environment. However, I believe the car park is a free-for-all. It's a fucking car park. You can eat them out there. Who gives a shit? Because, again, it's not sheltered by a house, like a, a warehouse where there's doors and glasses and windows. The reason for that is to stop shit going in so people don't slip on stuff that's, like, from outside. So it's free game when you're in the car park. I believe keep the fucking onions on top. If you're going to fucking eat your sausage sandwich, eat it outside. And that solves both problems. Don't worry about going inside. If you've already bought your hammer, get your sausage sandwich on the way out. If you're fucking a fat cunt and you want to go in there, eat your sausage sandwich first, all the onions you want, and then rip all the fast you want inside the store. <laughs> then you'll get sued for gas. <laughs> Is that an equally unsafe environment? I think that I think that's the way of meeting the Poor fucker smells a fart and gets offended and sues the store. Yeah. There's a good meme that's um it says, in the 1700s, I was dying a black plague. 1800s, I was working 14-hour days. I've seen this. 1900s, I'm off fighting a world war. 2000s, I'm, I'm offended. Fuck, that, but that's, I guess that's what comes You know with, what, people with, don't... Being, ha- a, being a successful, like, first world society, we've become too comfortable. We get, we are too easily used to all this shit going right for us. And the slightest shit pisses that's us it, off that's and it. says... Fuck you, I'm suing because I slipped on... on you know what it I is? I mean, come on. You know what it is? We don't have any big wars going on. Because we haven't hard... We got, it's because... We've got nothing to contrast against. Hard times make tough people. Tough people make good times. Good times make soft people. Soft people make bad times. And the cycle goes again, man. And we are at that the That was stage. very insightful. I'm very impressed with that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Holy shit. We're at the stage <laughs> where we're creating a lot of soft people because the times are good. You know, post World War Two. Well, think about it. Or, like our grandparents. Well, think about Vietnam. A epic generation. World War Two. Like, what's the worst thing that happened at the time? We're all gonna get fucking killed. Like World War Two was a bad time. It created tough so, people. The tough people created mind what you, it is now. It had racism. Now had a had, soft fuckers like this guy at fucking buddies, and we're making it shit again. Well, think about it, like World World War One and Two. Racism was valid because we were going against another race, <laughs> like either German or whatever. Yeah. So it was a valid thing to say, oh, fuck you, Nazis, or whatever. But um, now, since we don't have that, and then even with Vietnam, Vietnam changed it all. God forbid you can't fucking offend anyone. It is true. PC, political correctness has really free gone speech, too far. Free speech, it has, man. There's free sp- the, the, left, the left believe in free speech as long as it's speech that they agree with. If it's speech they don't agree with, it's hate speech, and they censor it, and they ban it. We saw what happened to Alex Jones... Um, that Tommy Robinson guy we saw on that shit show called The Project, by the way. Never watched that shit. But it just, it's just happening. Talk to our lawyers. <laughs> it's happening. RV Yamini on Facebook got banned. Like, oh, it's happening to, like, because the tech company like Facebook and Google are obviously fucking left as fuck. But with that, you, you've also got to, like, you can be right wing. I'm, I'm, I'm a critical thinker. I, I hear both arguments and I make a judge of myself based on my own logic. And left can be too left, right can be too right, but at the moment, the left, because there's no consequence of their actions, where it's funny, there's um, during wartime, you want the right to be on the right because they do the things that the lefties won't do. They'll make the decisions or the hard decisions where the consequences they'll bear with, where the lefties go, well, no, humanity. Well, when humanity bites you in the ass and that's the thing that's kicking your ass, then unfortunately you have to fight back. 
Now, if there's no war and no humanity is biting the ass, and unfortunately all the, the goodwill people are saying, well, what about humanity because humanity isn't biting the ass? So you have to have lean between, towards that. I think, I think we're due for a war to keep everyone in check. It sounds really bad and it sounds very sadistic, but uh, unfortunately, us as humans, we're a very disgusting species. When you think about it, we only want to genocide pretty much, apart from, I think, maybe the, the apes or maybe the dolphins. But, um, but anyways, look, I think we don't have anything. This, this, gen, this generation that's coming out now, the millennials and, and the ones after them, have everything. Um, they're, they're the ones who are suiciding. You know what I mean? It's all mental games. And they have never been in a situation, and I can't talk because I've never been in a situation, but... Time's taking soft people again. They don't have anything to contrast it against of, oh, shit, there's bigger things out there than me. And I think that's it. Once you get into a situation, and, like, if you look at it now in the schools, like, they go, oh, everyone gets a participation award because you don't want to offend the kid that sucks the most. Yeah, that's the worst shit. We're literally breeding breeding a generation generation. of no failure. But then you get to the real world, and I think a lot of people agree with me here, once you get into the real world business... There's winners and there's losers, and that's how pay works, and that's how getting the job works. And if you don't give yeah. these kids the right social skills to yeah. deal with that, that's why we've got all these suicides. It it's, it's horrible. With, it comes with our capitalist society, like capitalist social structure. But like kids get used to being given things, and you know, no one's going to give you a job for nothing. Like, no oh, Timmy, you didn't do well. Give you a, there's a, always tomorrow. A, a degree for nothing, like, or a, some no, sort of quality. But then they go out to the real world, they, they finish uni or whatever they fucking do, and they expect the world to bend over for them. And you know what? They don't, and they get shocked and horrid when they realize they're going to go to a, a bartender for the next five years when they spend a hundred grand on an engineering degree, oh, what, and they can't get a job. What, what, what is this? I have, to, I have stuff to do? Yeah. So, Otherwise, we'll go to Bunnings and slip on an onion and fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking compo. See, they they think they're that smart. They're gonna get compo from slipping on onions. <laughs> fucking oh, it's so just game with the absolute shit. So, uh, Mr. C. So that's the top of your list is Bunnings sausage outrage onions. I'm not. I'm just not a happy camper. Fuck me, dude. So that does that mean you're gonna go to so a pissed off at our society? So that means you're not gonna buy your hardware from uh, Bunnings. You're gonna go to a hardware house. Or I'm no? gonna boycott Bunnings. Yes. So where would you go? There's only two other ones. There's I'll like... go to Home Timber and Hardware. Is that the one with the dogs? Uh, yes, it is. Is it a yes. yellow dog? There's a yellow dog and a brown dog. Oh, okay. Well, you need a yellow dog like golden retriever. They issue dogalogs instead of catalogs. Oh, clever <laughs> marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, fuck Bunnings. What they're doing is bullshit. I, they are supporting a fucking a bubble wrap pussy, society. Pussy society. And, and they're actually going to be the that and robotics is going to be the downfall. They're encouraging. All. They're encouraging this by enabling it. And I think if you look at society yes. enabling the weak, like I understand uphold the weak, bending over backwards. That's all thing. But there's a difference between there's a difference between upholding and enabling. If you enable someone, you say it's okay to do this. If you say okay, you've hurt yourself, but it's not okay to to bullshit or take land of the situation. I think there's a bit of education needs to happen. Um, and if you don't do that, you're going to go against, like, if you're like, outside of Australia, when they go, well, China doesn't give a fuck. Look at their humanitarians, man. They don't give a shit. Mm. You still want an onion? They put Nets a bullet in their head. Nets outside their factories, don't they? To stop oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I read this thing. I read this thing. I thought it was quite funny. But Steve Jobs will do this shit. iPhone, iPhone factory or whatever. So they make iPads, iPhones and all that shit. And suicide rate is huge because money is crap and they're really hard on to get these products out because everyone wants to buy one. 
suicide rate was high, so they had a lot of people jumping out of the second story or third story building uh, window and killing themselves because they couldn't handle the stress of working those shitty hours to get these products out for the Western world. Mm. So their response was, "He's like, no, fuck you, you work." They put a catch net on level one or whatever about 45 degrees to, to catch the suicide jumpers so they, they won't die. Uh, in my head, this is how I pictured it, right? Chinese person gets the shits, jumps out second floor window, hits the fucking 45 degree net, bounces back through the first window, back into the line, go back into the back into the uh, factory line to, to produce his things. up to be as, as most efficient as, as possible. The employee return <laughs> um, device. Just get you back to work on your feet ASAP. No time to puts dust a, yourself off. Puts a whole new word to revolving door for employees. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a trampoline. But system. unfortunately, that's... it's Yeah, so exactly like China and all that, they don't give a shit. So, I don't know. My, my think they summary... think two shits if someone slipped an onion in one of their factories? Two. I'm surprised they even got onion, man. It might be like oh. dog like in Bali at the moment. Oh, reading the stuff yeah. about the dog trade in Bali. You see that thing today? Yeah. They're actually kidnapping people's dogs and selling it on the market. Dog meat. This motherfucker who slipped a lung in should look into some of this <laughs> shit and just realise how think, lucky uh, he is to... I think Mr. Move. C's got the shit with the whole onion thing. Yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do, peoples? I'm going to have a sausage sandwich and just to shit him off, I'm going to put the onions underneath it, man, and the sauce no, on the bottom of it so it puts it on his hand. Do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. I, I'm not angry about the uh, onions underneath. It's more the, the, the reason of why. this fucking society we're in, man. It's just fucking annoying. I'm gonna take a little break. Are we still recording now? And we're back. Alright, so, next topic. So, the, I said there was two things that I was pissed off about. One was the sausages. No one's to deal with your sausage. The next topic, <laughs> I'm just as... It, I'm not as annoyed about it because there's, there's still ways around it. And the topic is... I just found out the other day, it is illegal, it's written in the law in New South Wales, mm. it is illegal to touch strippers, because it's classed as um, some form of prostitution or some shit. In Australia you can't touch strippers? Yes. But in America you can touch strippers? Maybe, but, but I just want to elaborate on the Australia situation. I just want to know... You know, you make we make laws, some dude gets up in the House of Representatives and says, Oh, I want this to be a law, fuck it. And everyone's like, oh, fuck you, that's a good law. Let's send it to the Senate. And then the Senate dudes do essentially the same thing, and then it becomes a law. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck stood up in House of <laughs> Representatives and said, I don't want people to be able to touch, stri- touch strippers. We should make this illegal. Probably because one of his daughters is in a fucking strip joint. <laughs> but half those dickheads... <laughs> wouldn't even know what a strip club was. Do you oh. think John Howard ever went to a strip club? We know Kevin Rudd went to a strip club. Yeah, yeah it's Kevin Rudd. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny because we also have legal brothels. So legally, you have girls you pay for sex. But yet you go and pay for someone to dance in front of you, you can't touch them. So you're suggesting they got up in Parliament and they said, I want stripping, touching to be illegal. However, brothels is still okay. Yeah, and that's kind of conflicting in, in this whole sense of thing. Like, are they two separate businesses? To me, they're kind of like blurred lines. Like, one leads into the other, I guess. Well, I know a lot of brothels trade as um, 
But what's erotic the massage parlors. But what's the difference between a strip joint and a brothel? A strip joint is there's multiple people, a girls on the pole, and then if you want a strip joint's more of a bar, I guess, a bar with enhanced entertainment. True. And then if you want a private show, you pay 90, 180 bucks, whatever it is, and you go into a private room and they give you a private show. Mm. You're still not allowed to touch them. However, you go to a brothel, you pay whatever money you want, you go to a private room, and then you have sex with them. So, what is the difference between the two establishments? They're both businesses. One sells alcohol, one doesn't. I guess you could argue strip clubs are a form of prostitution, but there's some cases where you go into the dance and the girl, and you have to tip the girl to touch. If you give her an extra hundred bucks, you can touch her whatever you want. Or whatever it is. In some cases, it's a hundred. Men's gallery in Pitt Street, Sydney. It's a hundred dollars. <laughs> so we've got, we've got, we've got a new sponsor you, you, now. <laughs> John Ibrahim, hit us up, bro. Uh, you can't finger that. You can't put anything inside them. But you can. You can just plant the seed. Boobs, you can fucking do whatever you want. I've blown a load in a strip club once. <laughs> So, you can do a lot, but you have to <laughs> Inside your pants or outside? Inside my pants. Yeah, he's a conservative, this guy. <laughs> I was... What a gentleman. I was with this girl who was... I was wearing particularly loose pants. I have this pair of pants that's like pyjama pants, but they're work pants. Oh, man. And I went into this... <laughs> got this girl. I felt sorry for her, so I, I gave her a dance. I'm, I'm normally very hard to get in strip clubs. I don't fall for this honey-dicking bullshit that strippers do. I make sure I am going to enjoy myself when I go in there. So this chick was pretty cool. I like how there was just a, a disclaimer for the story coming up. Yeah, strippers out there, don't think I'm some soft target. I'm really fucking not. Work for it. Gotta go in there. <laughs> if you're a cool chick, by all means, we'll go in there. Um, and she was really good at, at, at um, grinding. <laughs> And I was wearing Explain these, what grinding is to the audience. Pants. What the, she sat on my lap and it was just rotating her buttocks in my groin area. <laughs> For those audiences, it's actually doing the motion on one of my stools here. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a song I'll never forget. The song that was playing, I don't know the title of it, but Katy you know, Perry. No, no, it wasn't Katy Perry. There was, you know, whatever that song is with the lyrics is like, I feel it coming. I feel it coming. It was that song that was playing when I blew my lap. <laughs> And I paid, I was, I could feel the it coming, I could, I could feel it coming, and <laughs> I, 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 had, I had to extend this show twice, <laughs> I ended up paying over $700. <laughs> 700 bucks? I was on my credit card. Jesus. And I'm like, fuck this, this is happening, extend. And then I'm like, I how long was the show? Just, how long was I show? paid for three 20 minute installments. So an hour? Yeah. Nice. Um, and I thought it had happened in the second 20 minutes, but like, no, fuck, no, I'm, st- I'm still on the brink. So I finally got there in the third, and she didn't notice. So I just, like, blew my load, rolled my eyes back into my head, so, and then so, just started chatting about here's video a, here's games. Here's the contradiction. The you managed minutes. to go all the way without touching her. Oh, no, I was touching her. I was right. touch- yeah, I was, okay, so this I is why you're angry. This way, I mean, the law says you can't touch well, them. No, I'm angry because I can't understand the fuck we do get up there and make it illegal. Alright. Well, it's the same cunt that probably slipped on the sauce on the onion. <laughs> it's the same p- sort of person that's just out there to fucking ruin it for Think everyone. of the girls, and they're saving for uni. But why do they want to ruin this basic shit that we all enjoy? Oh, let's fuck up. Let's 
like the dickhead who put the needles in the strawberries, man. Like, oh, why, did you see that? Why would the... someone d- deliberately go out of the way to fuck everything up for everyone else, man? Making stripping touching illegal, something everyone enjoys. Making strawberries a pain in the ass to eat because you had to cut them up. And um, the onion thing, man. It's just people just dis- like that. Disgruntled people. Off. And it's like one person ruins it from all. I mean, with the, the dude in Parliament, was he, was he jealous, maybe? Does he not do very well but with women. Here, but here's the thing, if you don't like it, don't enter the establishment. I, you know what I mean? Like, if you got other people who are enjoying it right, unless there's some kind of moral, like, moral thing, but the girls get up there, oh, it's just going into a deeper issue, but, um, I don't know, man, it just, it, to me, it sounds, makes no sense, if, like, you, you can, you can, it's illegal to touch them in a strip joint, However, it's legal to pay money and have sex with them in a brothel. And that's legal business. It's, it's 100%. Mm. So, it's kind of conflicting. And I'm trying to find the difference between the two. One, there's more people with more public. But then again, you do take into a separate room. So, unless the ruling says if the stripper is stripping in front of multiple men, then you can't touch them, fair enough, because it might cause a fight. Who knows? However, I think that rule stops when you go into the private room. At the end of the day, this is what I think it should be. I think it should be up to the girl. I think if she's comfortable being touched, and it would depend on the customer, if this seedy, fucking greasy, ugly, bald, Dude. old guy, and the, the girl and, the, and the, the 22-year-old stripper's like, fuck this, I just can't wait for this to be over. I think she should be within her rights to say, no, don't touch me. But if there's someone she likes, then what you're putting yourself in the situation. So it's up to discretion. I think it should be up to the girl. Like, yeah, if she's enough. uncomfortable, if the dude's like trying to touch her and, and she doesn't want to be touched by this particular person, then she can say, fuck this, I'm not doing this, and go get security. So maybe the law goes... And the dude gets kicked out. Maybe the law should be tweeted says... It's illegal to touch strippers if there's no uh, agreement. Well, it's the same basic rape shit. Like, people don't want to be touched, then don't... T- like, it's sexual harassment or whatever, man. That's when it comes comes mm. in. Like, it should be up to the up to the girl. It shouldn't be some fucking idiot in Parliament. So, so how, how would we protest against this? Dan, you're asking me... I mean, D, you're asking me this question in both my rants so far, and my solution to the sausage thing was... What was my solution to the sausage thing? No, I'm asking Just again. boycott Bunnings. <laughs> You're not going to boycott strip tubs. <laughs> the solution to the strippers... I, think, I think the protest should be... Again, coming back to making it the girls' truth, you establish the rules before you go in these. You ask her before you go in there, will I be able to touch you? And she may be comfortable saying, yeah, you can touch me here and here but maybe not here and you know that's what would just be your put it in her would you pick hands. it and go it's not much let me touch not much let me touch <laughs> <laughs> most of these places are underground so you have to go in there to do it uh unless you find out where the strippers all hang out in their private time has anyone been busted for touching like i got i know people been thrown out but mm. it was like oh like prosecuted yeah, is there anything we'd be busted oh, for? Fuck it? no, because it's law no one knows ex- exists. I mean, you see those signs when you go in there. It says no fucking touching, no photography, no swearing, no prostitution. No swearing? I think they yeah, say it's a no swearing. Joint. 
Some of the depends on the ones they go to, but they all have signs with the rule, the house mm. rules, and pretty much no thongs, no shorts. Every single one has <laughs> no touching. So I reckon it's just there for appearances' sake. Mm. Like we have to show that, but it's. I mean, a lot of these places have out call services, man. Again, depends on the girl. I mean, these girls go there like they might have their own lives. That's all they do. Have their own lives outside of the place. They go to there for whatever purposes. But some of them um, offer services outside of the place, so particularly this, the ones in King's so, Cross. So this is more of a double thing. It's not so much the illegal thing. It's the fact that you believe someone that has a disagreement, which is a minority in a sense, overrules everyone's good in entertainment. Yes, that's what I'm annoyed about. That's the common theme between these two grievances of mine today. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's... It's the majority have been overruled by fear, I suppose. The fear of being sued. The fear of... It's sad. It, it's actually, if you, you really touch on a, a main thing, it's sad because these sort of things are governing a lot of a lot of issues these days where that the minority or that one-off, that 1%, fuck it up for the rest. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, like, how man must we... I thought we live in a democracy where we actually vote the majority wins, but unfortunately in these sorts of things, the minority wins. And, like, I'm off well from hearing everyone's, you know, if it's within reason, people's opinions and all that. But, unfortunately, a democracy shouldn't work that way. It should be voted in. But then again, the bill got voted in. Well, the, the dude who who um, suggested, suggested it. it got voted in by whatever electorate. But the thing is, like, does that bill get voted in because people are too scared to go against it? Well... Because they're for political reasons, they don't want to look like a deviant... This is where our political system confuses me because a, a dude would run or a woman would run an election campaign saying on these issues, oh, if I get in, I'll do this, this and that or I'll get rid of this or whatever. They get into Parliament. Depending on their character, they may not deliver on their shit or they may have to rejig it when they have to present a united front as a party. Um, but I doubt... Whoever brought this bullshit law in <laughs> would have campaigned on the fact, I'm going to make touching strippers illegal. I doubt they would have campaigned on that. They would have just brought it in once they were in there. And mm. I think, what is that... What's stopping someone from campaigning, getting elected, and then presenting whatever the fuck they want as a law in Parliament? I guess, I guess it'll be like the party vision, right? Like, well, look, it's a... It's a Politics is funny because everyone wants to be look good in the eye of the majority, and you want to look wholesome and nice and good. But unfortunately, people aren't really nice and wholesome and good. And that is where the minority wins, I guess, because everyone leans towards say, "Oh, we're helping the these people or whatever." It's the um, media, I'm a nice media guy. Too. The yeah. media are sympathetic to the minorities. Well, yeah, that's why you hate the project so much. Fuck the project, man. <laughs> Seriously. Find a podcast or something that supports real news. Alright, well, illegal, sh- Ill- illegal to touch strippers. Have you say? Let me know what you think. But, like I said, it's not stopping. Like, you can touch strippers. Like, strippers let you touch them if they like you enough. <laughs> so, it's not... Listen to your stripper. It's not... <laughs> Like it's unachievable. It's just. Is this the same rule for a I just didn't know it was actually illegal. Like it was something like, did you know it was illegal to ride bikes on the footpath? Yeah. 
me too, me too. But like, it's one of those ones <laughs> that it's it's a law, but no one really enforces it. Not really a law because if you're a kid, you'd like what fifteen times you want to ride them on a fucking road. Oh, if you're a kid, it's okay, like under twelve or whatever. no. Yeah. But um, here we go, reverse it. So we're, most people listen to this thinking, oh, we're thinking guys going to a female strip joint. What about women going to a male strip joint? Does this law is the same for them? Can you touch the guy's dick? Uh, well, touch I'm sure all. he'd be okay with that. Is touching a man's chest the same as a guy touching a female's chest? It should be. Well, they're both nipples. Bit of fat, bit of tissue. Both twin peaks. Yeah, exactly. So... You might even find double standards in this law here. Like, it's sexist, man. It's I sexist against men. I guarantee you'll never find anyone get prosecuted for a female touching a magic mic on the chest. No. That's the even on the dong. I don't think they're going to get away. How many hands are? Hands nights are disgusting. Honestly, I have... Hands nights. Oh, hands nights. They're, they're worse than us. Dude, they're worse than dudes. They're worse than Bucks parties. Holy shit. I remember I was like walking down the Piedmont. And it was how like, many male strippers would have got their dick sucked by brides-to-be? Oh, heaps. Shitloads, man. With that being said, I've known a couple of dudes been outside the door when they were rooting the strippers. It was full on. But I've walked past a hands party of, like, middle-aged women when I was, like, early 20s. And I got groped. Don't see me running towards the cops. But it was horrendous. And because they, they know they can get away with it. Dean, this day and age, you can still go back and report that and say, I was sexually assaulted 20 years ago. And they're investigating. Maybe you won't investigate it because you're a man. But that's the that's the thing, man. I, I grab a chick's boob. I can be fucked and... I mean, fucked by the law. <laughs> that's about to say. A chick grabs a dude's boob. It's okay. I could just... There's all these double standards, man. I guess it comes with the territory. Keep talking. I'll keep talking while you restock the, the beers. We drink beers on this podcast. The whole point of it. It's the fuel. Fuel to the rage. Yeah, so, okay, well, bit of a hot topic, that one. I'll see how that pans out. I just can't understand it. But, but, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Right, moving on from touching strippers to... Ah! Go ahead and touch strippers, everyone. It's okay. So someone that's been a little bit more turmoil than getting caught touching a stripper was a guy recently in the last couple of months. There was a man... Is this a, um, a current news event? I think it is current news. Well, it's not so much current now, but I think it's quite funny. Well, I shouldn't say funny. It's quite tragic. Tra- tragic. It's tragic. But it was a guy, an old guy. <laughs> you know those little scooter mobiles? That all people or overweight people in Walmart use. Yeah, like the second half of Wally. Yeah, so basically he's riding and it caught on fire. And he was that disabled that he couldn't actually get off the scooter and people couldn't help him and he went up in flames. I don't know if many people have seen that South Park episode with that teacher that was on fire, she's in that mobile and she's catching on flames. Um, it was yeah, basically it was. like that, and there was like it was on uh, it was on the road and the tarmac was all like burned up mm. and malted and it was horrendous. God knows what body parts melted into the road. How fucking hectic is that? What a way to go out of this world. That you're not, not only that you're enabled to jump off the scooter itself, but you get burnt alive like one of those Tibetan monks, man. <laughs> There's one thing that is 100% sure, I'm sure about it, this whole thing, Dan. They died. No, I, well, that too, but... <laughs> now I'm a conspiracy theorist. I oh, pick holes. I, I pick holes at all sorts of shit. It was the youngest. There's, there's, <laughs> I read this on the mainstream media, but there's one thing that I 100% know for sure, and you can read between the lines when you read the story. Mm-hmm. The guy, in no way, was he committing insurance fraud. 
How can he? He died on the scooter mobile. No, but if he was, he would get in the fuck up and run away and put himself out. He's on the, the, he's the, on the fact st- that he was stuck there, man. It's just can legit, you imagine the, legitimately disabled. Can you imagine the scene, though? You're walking down the street and this dude just got his battery catched on fire, he's flamed <laughs> up, and you want to help, but it's so, like, he's, maybe he was fat and it was, like, the fat caught on fire, and it's just so intense, and you just couldn't yeah, help it. wouldn't him. be anything you could do. But the know. screaming, like, ah, I'm on fire, fuck! You know, Back to the onion thing. Well, back to the 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 bubble. A couple of fucking sausages on him. Back to the (laughs) back to the bubble wrap society. I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm surprised the outcome of this tragedy is there is not fire extinguishers every twenty meters on every single road in Australia. I think that. Yeah, but I think it's out in the country, right? Do you see that? Even still, man, we have to the the bubble wrap generation. We have to stop these tragedies. But he but he couldn't get off the scooter. It's not like he was strapped in or anything. That that's what blew my mind. Like, okay, maybe the guy's immobile, but if your life is in the balance. You're going to move your ass so quick while you're caught on fire, unless he fused his ass to the seat by that well, that's point. That's why I know he's not ripping off the... the um, he must be getting payments, disability payments from somewhere. Not anymore. <laughs> that's why I know he's not ripping those people <laughs> But imagine putting fire extinguishers every 20 metres on both sides of the road. That's the that's a 2018 response to this, would you, would you say? I'd say put a extinguisher on the side of the scooter. But, you know, it also 2018, you'd have to make the extinguishers able to be operated by all sorts of people. Like we can't Transgender. Transgender. You can't have a male and female end on it. We you can't, can't have a hose be, on it. Yeah, we, we can't be... The hose uh, looks like dis- a vagina at the end. Discriminatory. <laughs> who can use these... Caitlyn Jenner fire extinguisher has a hose yeah. and a vagina. People are offended <laughs> by the colour red, so we have to paint them in um, the rainbow, the rainbow coloured fire extinguisher. Oh, did you hear that shit over in England years ago where they changed bar bar black shape to bar bar rainbow shape? Oh, for fuck's sake, I did not hear that, man. What have you heard that? No. Oh, dude, this is epic. So, a couple of, a couple of years ago, because of, you know, offending blacks or whatever... They're like, we can't sing bar bar but black shit. actually black sheep. I know, that's the whole point. But the thing is that they go, but I can't say bar bar black sheep. Have you any wool fucking, because we can't find any other ones because you're the only one that has black wool. Like, that's basically the idea of the song. But then they changed it because it's offending coloured children or whoever, and they don't want to teach racism by sheep, I guess. And they go, bar bar rain, rain no, bar bar rainbow sheep. Have you got any wool? So it fucks up the whole thing, man. It makes no sense. <laughs> So now these kids are way more fucking confused, and they're going in the field yeah, trying sure. to find a rainbow fleece sheep. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, does that even like now? Now it's rainbow. Does that offend the fucking the gay community? You know what I mean? The LGBT, QRST, whatever the fuck it is. The alphabets. Yeah. Like, does it offend those guys now? Oh. I can't believe you didn't hear that. That was. I did not hear that. That was amazing. It's probably. It's just that. What a way to fuck them up. I and can't that, that. And that leads into the fact that. You know, sex ed. It's just a black shit. But sex ed, you know, they're now they're teaching transgender shit in sex ed in year six. So they go, oh, we can't teach male female, we're going to teach transgender stuff. And it's like, well, hold on. People bitch and moan about people preaching straight sexuality, right? And it's like, well, you know, you've got to be free speech and all this stuff, and you've got to be you know, open thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But these kids are these are these kids are find their way in life as it is. You don't want to influence them that doesn't come naturally to them. You know what I mean? Let him be gay at 16 or whatever it is, right? Don't insinuate the idea. Just go, listen, the way humans procreate, a male has sex with a female and they procreate. That's how like procreation is done. every other species on the planet. Yeah. So, but don't go, oh, there's this other version of gender 
and it's okay because then all it does, you're not really saying the facts as much. Like I, I believe, like leave that to later on till they can make their own decision. Don't, don't. It's like changing history. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, again, we're pandering to the to the minorities. Like, nothing against transgender people. I got no issues with that. But everyone's each their own. Be transgender. I don't give a flying fuck. What I do have an issue with is when they expect they get pissed off at us. Like, if I call Caitlyn Jenner, um, what I, the fuck was he used to be called? Bruce. Bruce Jenner. Man, as bad as a man will do his name as you get. I think Oi, Bruce. If I called <laughs> Kate, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, and he got pissed off at me, that's when I have an issue. Oi, Bruce. You expect, you you expect me You expect me to, to pander to your wherever the fuck it is like mm. just keep it to yourself don't I, try I just, and force it I just on disagree. everyone else I just disagree that's where I have an issue I just disagree with try the fact try and forcing it on kids yeah it's like it's like imagine to the other way around and we were forcing straight gender ideas to someone that's transgender yeah. whatever I mean, like, you'd be an uproar but don't these anything here's a bit of here's one of the pearls Dean that we've come up pearl necklace that we've come up with on this on many discussions we've had. I'm about to drop a pearl. Fuck, I forgot. You forgot the pearl? I forgot the pearl. Give Jesus Christ, man. Give me a moment here, man. Is it the black pearl? Because obviously no one might be rainbow. Oh, no, it's the rainbow. <laughs> it the rainbow pearl. 2018. You might have left the pearl in your pants at the strip joint. pearl. <laughs> um, fuck, I forgot. Man. Look, in the, in, the end, in the end, I don't think it's right to... Win. Yes, I remember. I remember. Oh. The only education that matters is self-education. Anything else is indoctrination. That's very if clever. If you are being taught something by someone else out of a book out of, that's been written by someone else, it's got an agenda behind it, the curriculum's been designed by someone, they've chosen to include certain things and exclude certain things, mm. that is indoctrination. You are saying kids... This is what you are to believe. Well, that's it. We you should find get to shit the... out for yourself. That is education. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is like at that age when they're still developing their ideas and developing as a person, just give them the basics, whether it's maths, English, and sex ed. Sex education is sex is should be procreation. That's what it should be called, procreation ed. How does humans procreate? Yes, you can do insemination and all that bullshit, but you know you can also do calculus. We don't teach that to a fucking 10 year old dear mm. that's advanced maths let's just keep teaching the yeah, basics. basics and then yeah. if they want to choose to go down that road because they identify like you're doing say in high school you choose to do advanced mathematics because you're interested in it let them do that at their own choice don't force the choice on them make them make no. their own choice and believe me they'll be exposed to it enough through the media and everyone else they'll definitely know transgender exists they don't need to be fucking taught at school. Do you ever have that dickhead in class at sex ed that said, oh, miss, can we have a practical? Like, do you ever have people like that in your No, class? I was a dickhead in class. I had the projector screen of a vagina. I put my finger up it. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy. I thought that was funny. I had... I had <laughs> hey, look, it's a penis, but it's my finger. We were, we were so <laughs> excited. I remember being 13 when we did our first sex ed. And me and my friends were all like, oh my God. we were so fucking excited. Man. Oh, we're starting sex ed, we're starting sex ed. And of course, we had a guy ask, oh, can we do a practical? Like, are we doing a practical? Like, is yeah, it, the, Catholic, the Catholic school's over Is there, that mate. a Catholic school? Yeah. No, we were at a Catholic school. <laughs> oh, did you? Then yeah. the priest go, no worries, I'll see you. Oh, I wasn't that Catholic. It was, like, <laughs> we had to study religion. That's about 
Catholic. I fell asleep once in religion class. <laughs> did you? Mm. Yeah. Um, Same Judas. <laughs> no, I bet he did. He forgot a few lessons. He, Jesus, you're fucked. He, he missed a few days at school, didn't he? Didn't, um, didn't miss the coinage, though. But we had... The we true had, Jew came out. <laughs> <laughs> true Jew. We had... Um, he knew the value of 13 pieces I'll see my lawyer later. He, he knew the value of 13 silver pieces, didn't uh, he? I thought it was 20. It's 13. No way it went 13. Sure it no, 13. that's he, pretty he, cheap. They lowballed him, man. No way. 13? No, I thought it was 33. You could have bought a shitload of rainbow No, nah, it was 20 pieces silver. 20 pieces silver. Swear to God, it was 30. Ah, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. I'll look it up. Keep talking. I'll look up. But there was 20. another guy, the same dude. You know, every class has an asshole clown in it. You're um, looking at him. Fucking <laughs> the same dude just puts up his hand. Like, we had this suggestion box. I remember my teacher was Mr. Whitney. He was a massive, like, seven-foot-tall dude. Good good teacher. But he goes, kids, I'm going to have this. We're doing this topic, sex ed. I'm going to have this box up on the desk. If there's any question you want to ask that you're uncomfortable at asking in front of everyone, just put it in here, um, and I'll just answer it anonymously. And so... 30 pieces of silver. 30. Yeah, he did. If you're going to, like, rip off the son of the god, man, you want to make a good price. But you can understand where I got 13 from. True. <laughs> I haven't set foot in a church in years. And I, I Neither this church. guy. <laughs> <laughs> That thirty pieces of silver, man. Thirty. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was. Uh, wow. So he got a, got his. Um, nah, but he necked himself afterwards. It was, it was yeah after Jesus got killed or sacked, like um, when he got hung up on the cross, mm-hmm. it was too much for him. He just necked himself. I don't know who he inherited, but I remember the goat. You know, who knows? Hey, what happened to the thirteen thirty? That is the big question. There's somewhere around Jerusalem. There's thirty pieces of silver buried somewhere under a goat's head. Fucking could be anywhere. Yeah, you know, my Imagine if you found actually Judas's silver as an artifact. Like, how good would that be, man? Mate, it'd be pretty good. I wonder who will come forward and want to buy it. Like, from like an, an artisan or like a collector. Like, oh, Judas silver. That's better than some Inca treasure, man. Like, that's Judas's silver. There's only 30 pieces. I'll tell you what I'd do with it if I discovered it. <laughs> what would you do? Nothing bad. I would, I would invite you know the the American pickers. I'd invite a show like that, some historical show. Antique roadshow. Antiques roadshow. Well, not maybe antiques roadshow, but some. The real question. Like, I'd I'd discover the thirty pieces of silver, so I own them. Right? Shoot, this scenario. Yeah. So you found a bag and, and it got proven that was Judas's yeah, silver. And I am the owner of these silvers. You wouldn't let go, man. It'd be, it would, it's priceless. You can, you can afford to keep one It killed... It, it literally killed the head of Christianity. <laughs> well, no, didn't he come back to life? That's subject to, subject to controversy, I believe. Wasn't he a magician? <laughs> well, you know what? I've seen Dynamite Walk on Water, man. And yeah, it's proven... I reckon Jesus was just some super advanced... I, my mind believes... This is really going off track here, but I believe Jesus... I'm a Christian myself, but not the ones that you think... I just believe a dude said up yours to the Romans and the Jews, and he got he got persecuted for it. I believe in up. I believe in someone standing by their yeah, by their beliefs. Been a rebel. Yeah. I I believe in someone stood by their beliefs, um, regardless of if he thought it was the son of God, or whatever. He just went against the system because the system was bad. That is important. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much a minority. It was more of what he believed in was correct. Now I know they say it's a matter of perception, and like you might argue this, like oh minorities, I think they're right too. Fucking yada yada. But there is a bit of logic that goes into it. Thou shall not kill. All that shit. It was preaching 
how to be a good human being. He wasn't preaching, you should do this, you should do that, and all this stuff on a biased oh, what, he opinion. Got, he got enough followers in the Romans or whoever said, all right, we need to take... Well, no, it was upsetting the system. The system was created to make money. Doctrinating. Dude. Tricking people to believe in heaven. Or was that... No, that was no they all did it, man. Romans had their gods. Before, before Jesus, they had all the ancient Greek gods. So the only reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. the only reason Romans became Roman Catholic, and this is my belief, but people might fucking say, "Oh, it's different." The reason why Roman Catholic came about was easier to control a mob of one god than multiple gods, because it's like having some football teams. Like it's not like it's like putting like someone from St George and Cronulla in the same room. They're going to have a difference, but they're the same people. You know what I mean? But yeah, if people following one thing and you force them to do it, it's easier. To, to govern. Mm. That's my view on it. I don't know. History says different, but I reckon that makes sense to me. <coughs> but anyway, anyway, so Judas Silver, interesting. Yeah, if I'd found it and owned it, I'd. Would you give me a piece at least? Yeah, man, I'd give you a piece. And, yeah, and, sweet. And I keep one for myself, so there's 28 pieces left. I would invite uh, the American pickers. Would you give one to a Jew? Sure. I, I reckon they'll take it straight away. They pay for it. Hey, man, history repeats, right? <laughs> Selling this, shit, I'm selling this shit, but I, 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 I negotiate the price on some sort of TV program, and they we well, like home I mean, shopping. Yeah, I, I combine <laughs> a it'd be an archaeological show combined with a um, antiques roadshow style show. It'll be a blend of different shows, plus with a hectic fucking subject. Do you know they believe they believe this is same similar topic? This so. is the silver of Judas, motherfucker. Yeah, so basically they reckon, and I read this somewhere, and I watched it somewhere, that the, God, the whole thing about the, the New Testament and <clears throat> the Bible, so Old Testament is the, is the Jew part, and then the New Testament is the Christian part. So there's all these like uh, letters, Corinthians, and all this bullshit, right? And there was some dude in charge to pick, handpick this so it made sense, so when they made this to the official book, people go, aha, it kind of makes sense. So there's actually shit cut out of it. And they reckon, they fucking reckon, there's a gospel of Judas. And how... Fucking, there'd be all sorts of shit in the catechism. Dude, there's a big one. There's, there's a big one. There's a big one they found called the Dead Sea Scrolls. Do you hear this one? Mary Madeline and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. But explain it. Yeah, so that one that one we know about. So it got hidden in the Dead Sea cave somewhere, hence the Dead Sea Scrolls. And then part of that shit was talking about a chick that supposedly Jesus rooted and had a kid or something like that. But there's other mm. stuff in there as well. There's other stuff uh, about giants. So basically, the idea is the, the Anunnaki. Ah, uh, no, 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 the Nephilims. Hmm. The Nephilims, which are the spawn of the uh, the what do you call angels. the angels, root and chicks, and they yeah. came out. And that's and if you look at it, they actually say that um, that Goliath was a Palestinian who was a giant, which is why he's this big motherfucker. And David took him out with a rock. Hmm. Oh, what a David showdown! Was a normal dude. Yeah, David was a normal Jew. Yeah. Fucking, he was naked. I saw the statue. His dick whipped out, and he had a fucking like sling and cocked a dude in the head. Oh, is that the David that fucked up? That's the, the dude. That's what he's holding on his shoulder. I was in Florence, oh, right? Really? I was in Florence this year, and I didn't realize. Did you take a photo where it looked like you're. Did you take a photo where it looked like you're poking him in the dick? No, no. Well, I was in front of fucking intelligent people. I'm gonna sit there and poke David in the dick. Come on, man. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> So I was there, but I took, on the back, you see the sling, he's actually holding the sling here, and it's on here. 
So he's actually ready to What's attack. What's he got in the... Sl- oh, right. The rock. the rock in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I, was, I don't know what the fuck he was on half the time, but mm. he's actually... That's well, how I, he's, didn't, I didn't know that. That's actually... That's fucking David with the sling. David about to kill the... Yeah, Goliath. about to fuck that um, Goliath up. Fuck, talk about only having one shot, eh? Imagine if he missed. Goliath would be like, well... Well, they did, a, they did a test, and Malta's... This is funny. Malta's national sport is like rock slinging with slings. Mm. So they did a thing like fight science. Was he in Malta? No, were, no, it was in Palestine. They, they, the Jews got booted from Egypt, went across the, the, the fucking Red Sea, whatever it is, got lost for 40 fucking years. Like, at what point do you go to Moses, hello, you don't know where you're going. Is that where Moses split the Red Sea or some shit? Yeah, he got a, he got a raft, I don't know Whatever what the fuck that actually meant. But he got lost for 40 years. And I, I've been to Mount, I've been to the Sinai region. That's... <laughs> Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai. I've been to, I've been to the Sinai region. Um, I have actually been there, and I can understand how they got lost. But at what point do you go to your your guide and you go, listen, Moses? Look, mate, it's been, 20, been twenty years. It's been twenty years. You said twenty I've years. I've had ago three kids. <laughs> You've said you're going to lead us to the promised land, and we've literally been going mate, around in fucking where circles. Are the, where, where are the results? You think we're a bunch of rainbow sheep? Look, I don't want to make the obvious racist call of follow your nose. But it's not working. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's a, that's a Jew call. Come the way. on, bro. So anyways. We're not a bunch of sheep here. So this is supposed to be, it was part of that group, right? So second generation Moses group. It was, I don't know. David was part of the Moses group. Yeah, he was one of the ones. So they went to Palestine. So they finally got out of Sunai. And as you go, if you look at the map, it goes into Palestine. There was no Israel there. So they went there. And he's like, hey, fuck, we want this land. And Goliath goes, hey, fuck you, it's my land. So they had a battle. And... David goes, yeah, here's a rock for you. Fucking douche. Hit him in the head. See you later. We've won this land. And they claimed it. That's basically the summary, right? Where you get the star of David from. Oh. Yeah. But not King David. Dude, I've learned more from this podcast than all my religion lessons. It's good because I've slept through most of it. Well, I've actually listened and I've read a bit of the fucking Quran, which is like basically the same as the Bible. more than any fucking terrorists ever written. Yeah. And also, like, it's... Yeah, anyway, this is a whole other podcast, man. You can go... You can dive we'll, balls deep. We'll, we'll talk it up. We'll chalk it up for next time. That's we'll fucking it, fascinating, we'll, dude. I did not know Michelangelo's David was the David yeah, who fucked was, up Goliath. Yeah, what, what was more fascinating? Why would he do it nude? But then if you think about it, if you want to shock someone, whip your dick out in an Islamic fucking culture... He wouldn't... He would have been one of those dudes off Rick and Morty who's really uncomfortable with nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the alien's like, oh, yeah, man, I can't look at his dick. My, my discoloured butthole flaps. <laughs> <laughs> But they did the, they did a uh, a fight test, a science test, and they had a stick that was eight foot, nine foot tall, and it took a guy a couple of goes. We fucking cracked it right, hit the sensor, and they reckon that rock could kill someone. Cracked the skull. Yeah, fucking much. So oh, totally, yeah. So that's how it happened, and that's how. And then I had this other argument with someone who was like, oh, you know, Israel was always there. Like, no, it wasn't. They fucking like they they went there and they sat down. It wasn't until World War Two that it became official that Israel was there because no one wanted to know where the Jews was going to go. Like that all is like. Jews from Europe, and they're like, oh, let's fucking put them in, and put them in Israel. And that's why this whole thing about Palestine Israel is fucking huge, because they're squatters, basically. Mm. They're like, they're literally going, all right, fuck, this is our land. And it's even worse, because you've got three holy relic sort of sites right in one area, and these, these guys are claiming saying, well, Israel, mainly Jews, everyone's... So it's a whole, it's sacred to three it is, religions. It is, it is, it is. Well, that's similar. The only other place I've seen that, Dean, where you have a mosque, a, oh, a church... I've seen that. And a I've been there. Burning Bush. No, no, but you, I was building on that. Like, there's the oh. burning bush. Like, yeah. it's you've got a mosque, a synagogue, and a church. Church, yeah. I've also seen that in... Auburn? Concentration. <laughs> no, no, not in Auburn. There's only mosques in fucking Auburn. In um, the concentration camps in Germany, yeah. in Dachau. 
I went to Dachau and they had a. It wasn't really. That was the first one. It was. Bread, they, eh? they built shrines, so there's a, a like a prayer room. Yeah, like there's a Catholics have built a shrine that like this is post-war. Like well, as, I was about as, to say, I don't, yeah. there's not too many Islamic Jews in there. Uh, as as like <laughs> a um like a sacrilege. As like a, a mark of respect or remembrance or yeah, yeah. The, the the Jews have built something, the Christians have built something. So like that's another thing where there's mm. multiple religions. The one I saw by banding together all peacefully and shit. That one I did see was quite. Quite very interesting. Like I went to Mount Sinai. Mount I, I climbed Mount Sinai. Was the Moses Mountain. Busted a fucking groin muscle somewhere. So I was hobbling oh, down. I can imagine Moses doing it, man. He would have fucked everything in his body. Oh, dude, who knows, man? It took you forty years. It took you one, one day, one step a day. Three hundred, three hundred steps. People um, following him. How many jerk offs? How many times? Did I guess if you just split the seas, like, well, this guy means business, but. But you can ride that wave only for so long. But up, 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 good pun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy's in right. Obviously, in obviously, forty years. Um, <laughs> we know, we know the calendar, the ancient calendar was all fucked up back in the day. Like, forty years could be like three months in today's. No, nah, it was forty maybe. years. Was it forty years? Yeah. Well, apparently, like... some dude in the Bible lived for like. 200 years. Well, like, that's, a, that's a whole nother story, man. Like, I reckon, that don't take it well, literally that it was 40 years. Well, but think of it this way. Imagine someone like back then, they go, we only, our lifespan is only 40 years. And they hear about people living to 120 years. They were like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's f- fucking three times the lifespan I have. Imagine that. So we have people that live to 120, like the Japanese, right? Eat fucking seaweed and they live to God knows how long, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 So imagine trying to explain it to someone whose life expectancy is... Are you talking about time travel? No, no, I'm just talking about... Say we go back in time. Say we do go back in time, right? And we go to this guy's... Dudes are like 40 and like, yeah. oh, this fuck. Well, no, yeah, but no, I'm saying like the average lifespan of someone back then was 40 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever reason, bad food, shitty fucking lifestyle, whatever it is. But then we, paper. But then we... Yeah, and then we told them that there's a whole bunch of people in our lifetime that live to 120. We'd be Jesus. No, but the thing is, imagine reverse that and we're 120, and someone from the past goes, this people lived to 200. We wouldn't believe it until we saw it. Just like the 40-year-old lifespan average didn't believe it until he saw someone's 120. Mm-hmm. So it's all about context. So imagine, it, there's a possibility these assholes lived that long. Maybe they just eaten more fucking garlic and drank more wine. Maybe, maybe Jesus went, hey, boom, there's or maybe, one. Or maybe they've translated it. You know how the Bible was written in... Aramanic or whatever the fuck it would have been. Hebrew. Hebrew. <laughs> when they translated it to modern languages. So they didn't do maths properly. 40 years, that was probably maybe the equivalent, 40 years is the equivalent of whatever the fuck they'd written originally. Mm. But anyway. We can do a whole podcast we'll, on this, man. We'll touch on it again for sure, man. It's fascinating. So the, thing, the thing that I was just going to say was, um, obviously the parting the Red Sea or whatever he actually did. I doubt he actually parted the Sea. He just went around him, man. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Obviously, that impressed people enough to instill enough confidence in this bearded motherfucker to following him for 40 years or however long it was before they said, right, dude, that's fucking enough. You haven't done shit since you've walked us around the sea. That was a funny. That was a funny meme. Or that was pretty impressive. There's a funny sketch I saw. <laughs> there's a funny sketch I saw. It shows Moses coming down the mountain. He had three tablets. So yeah. I had five commands, five commands, five commands. So he goes, my people, listen to me. He drops one, he goes, I have. Drops one, he goes, 
Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did agree with that. I did agree with that. Yeah. But the thing I'd like to not let go is like the amount of shit that'll be in the catacombs of the Vatican, man. Oh. The shit that they don't tell us. The conspiracies go back for thousands and thousands of years. The dudes who put the Bible together were like, nah, we can't per- let perfect. people know that. We need to control perfect people. Perfect example. We don't let them know that. Galileo. We don't let them know that. We don't let them know they that. They persecuted Galileo because he proved by science that Earth wasn't the center of the universe. He didn't think the Earth was flat. No, well, yeah. He didn't think the Earth was flat. So no, he proved... No, flat Earth. no that's true. They, he didn't think the Earth was flat. No. They thought the Earth was flat. No, they didn't. They think the Earth was the center of the universe. It was center. But then he proved it the wasn't because the sun was the, 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 sun the center. Model. Yeah, so, yeah. So he proved the fact that the sun was the center, which means anything, and this is the biggest issue that the church has, or any religion, that fact. Getting people to believe shit. If you make a religion fallible, then it's God's word, so God's word is fallible, which means yeah. his and you errors. And to have people fear God or fear going to hell. But then you start questioning what else is fallible, you know what I mean? So that's why the Catholic Church is like, oh, fuck you, persecute. And they're like, oh, no, he's right. Okay, well, hold on. This was God's word that said earth was the center. So what else? Yeah, it's all made by man. So look, look, we can do yeah. a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. We'll do a podcast on this, and we're going to have some so religious nuts for us on this. Motherfucker. Yeah. So basically, the topic we were on was... Man on fire on scooter, suck shit, you're on fire, you died, and you burnt the fucking tarmac. Well done. <laughs> Didn't commit insurance fraud while doing it. How good's that? <laughs> but yeah, man. And we're back. We're back. Alright, so. Marathon episode. Last topic. This was funny. So, a couple of months ago, um, they were doing experiments with MDMA. For those who don't know what MDMA is, it's a drug that a lot of people take at raves. It's a uh, way back. It was a, a failed, or not failed, success, I guess, um, military experiment, which the drug induces kind of like a euphoric, uh, I guess, sensation and makes you go all lovey-dovey. And they used to use it with uh, fucked up couples and therapy and stuff like that. It's like seeing the face of God. Yeah. So it's, it's a drug that sort of took off in Seattle, <clears throat> funny enough. And became more uh, during the 80s and became a big thing during the 90s um, with pills. You would sit here about ecstasy, but that's more of a combination of MDMA and rat poison, I guess. Mm. Um, and then these days, now they just got MDMA caps. Um, so MDMA. Pure MDMA. Pure MDMA to induce the, uh, what's the word in the head? Uh, the brain? The serotonin. Wrist, serotonin and that, that love feeling, I guess. So they did this experiment. They're like, well, what happens if we do this to octopi, octopuses? Yeah, to an octopus. Like, for starters, I don't know why. I don't know octopus. why the fuck they would do this, by the way. Yeah, what? But, what? I don't know what they were trying to prove. Like, so the octopus must have been bored and had some spare drugs. So how did they? Tell me the story. Like, how did it work out? Because you told me the story, and I well, thought it was unusual. Yeah, I don't know why the reason for this research, but for whatever reason, they were like, they filled a, a bathtub or some sort of tank. I don't know why I got a bathtub from, but they put an octopus in a thingo with water and uh, diluted the water with um, a certain dosage of MDMA um, and just monitored the octopus's behaviour. Um, they, once they figured out the dosage, because they didn't know how much to give... Did they play rave music when they were doing it? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no they just had it in standard water environment. Um, 
I don't know if octopi have ears, eh? Yeah, they've got four hearts or some shit. Yeah, they've got some weird shit going on. But anyway, um, they they had a another octopus. They had a male octopus and a female octopus in the same... They had um, three tanks. They had with the male in this tank, the female in this tank, and there was an empty tank in the middle. The party tank. The party tank. <coughs> and... Without MDMA, they just let them chill, see what happens. They stayed in their own boxes. They were like, they acknowledged each other, like maybe touched each other with like one tentacle, you know, hey, how's it going? It's another Saturday night for me, really. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm whoever, and she's like, oh, hey, fuck it. You buy me a drink. <laughs> hey, you buy me a drink. I'm not going to fucking talk to you. I fucking hate you, man. Um, and then, so normal shit was going on, nothing out of the ordinary. Then they dumped some MDMA in, into the mix. And the octopuses are like, well, hey, wait a second, what is this? All of a sudden, I'm feeling more, they were flipping their tentacles and shit, they were going crazy. <laughs> they get out of their thing and they go and they touch each other and the, instead of... They were affectionate. They were way more, they were touching each other with six tentacles rather than one. Where were the getting, other two? Who knows, man. <laughs> but they were getting way more... Uh, they were a lot more open to... Suddenly the Japanese pornography looks a lot more viable now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Japanese would have feel that. Imagine having Japanese porn with MDMA high octopuses. Octopi. I, I can't imagine a Japanese... They would be going off, man. The chicks would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but that's if you put... That's like, that's like going to a Disney movie and making it real life. Like, yeah. Or would they be so... You know how it makes you kind of... MDMA makes you like, it's not like speed or coke where you're like hyper, you're more relaxed, like your gestures are more pronounced, you know, you, you're a lot more, you're a lot more relaxed, like I don't know whether... Munted is the word you I don't know whether octopus on ecstasy porn would be any good. I don't know, but it, what what did come from it is the fact they were a lot more attentive and they understood the other... Yeah, pro- they yeah. were more willing, they were more approachable, they were more open. So I don't know why... So it has the same effect on octopuses. But they already, they already knew this. They already knew this shit. So, yeah, I don't know why they did it. Why they did it on octopus. It's just a weird factoid that I came It's just weird. It was just like, <laughs> why why would we fund an experiment where we just give MDMA to... Um, to be honest, I reckon they gave them a amount of MDMA and only 20% of that went to the octopus and the other 80% went to the people, the scientists, and they had a dance party outside. Absolutely. <laughs> why wouldn't you? So, I, I don't think know. that's what happens at PlayStation. What happens to the drugs at PlayStation? They use it for busts, like to fake the sex ah, shit up. Dude. I reckon they just rack it all. It hates, man. Like, it's all fucked anyway, man. The whole thing's corrupt. Off, so, man, I would be corrupt as fuck. Yeah, they're definitely out there. But this poor octopus, right? It's months up its face. It's getting all of me. The big question is uh, did it watch a depressive movie afterwards? And did it get a phone call from the other octopus afterwards? Yeah, did it. <laughs> Did it act all depressed the next day? Did it try and kill itself that, and drown itself in the air outside the tub? That wasn't part of the results. Obviously not. Um, but why not? Yeah, I, I, I don't was, understand. I just think it was... I, just think it was really I would have thought it would be more funny if it was a monkey that did it. At least they got like hands and feet and they just go all crazy shit on MDMA and just get all fucked up and... But then there's going to be no difference when they start flinging their own fucking shit. Throw shit at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't thrown shit at you before. Have some, have some more shit. I'm have feeling, some of this nugget. feeling extra generous right now. <laughs> <laughs>
You ever seen that? You ever seen that video where the monkey threw this like a, the orangutan and it was picking its ass and it flung this shit at the audience and it hit this old lady on the nose? Like literally, the big monkey shit was hanging off her nose. No. <laughs> you, you ever seen that? <laughs> fucking hectic, man. It's like someone's filming and it's like a zoo or something. Yeah, it was at a zoo and it just flung this fucking ape shit <laughs> and it fucking went up into like the rafters and this like old lady in a wheelchair is like. Yeah, she was shocked and she had all this monkey shit hanging off her nose, bro. It seeped into her eyeballs. <laughs> what a that, shock. That reminds me of, um, I saw a similar video where an old lady got spat in the eye by a, a, an alpaca <laughs> or a llama or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> her, her, um, she was, well, it served her right because she was saying, <laughs> she was yelling, she was saying stupid, she, she was teasing this llama. She was like, oh, eat she, the food, she, Tina. She was saying shit to her, like yelling it and then it spits at her. And the old lady's like, ah! <laughs> like right in her eye, man. It's so. It's on YouTube. Watch, look it up. Sure. Old lady gets spat on by alpaca. Has flashbacks to wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny, man. I couldn't stop laughing. So yeah, I don't know. This was the last topic. It was just weird. We came across this. Like one. Okay, we already know the effects of NDMA, there's no need to test on fucking animals anymore. But if you're going to do it, why test on an octopus? And yeah. what benefit are you going to get from learning octopuses are more lovey-dovey? And, uh, oh, fucking who knows, man. But the, um, do you get better calamari out of them? Well, know. that's squid. Isn't it octopus? Well, do you get, what do you use octopus for? Ah, uh, it's a Japanese, do too. I don't fucking eat any seafood. Um... Yeah, but the article came with a, a photo of just an octopus, probably the journalist. I photoshopped the bite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, journal, the, the, the journalist um, <laughs> probably got off Google Images, quality fucking journalism these days in the mainstream media. But um, my co-host here, like, he's an expert <laughs> on Photoshop. Made, <laughs> made the octopus's eyes, like... Like peeking up his bacon. Eyes the size the of the pupils. moon on this, <laughs> this <laughs> It was a good addition to my email collection from you, man. It's just fucking stupid. I think ending on this topic just shows how dumb our research is going. Like, there's no reason for it. And the poor octopus, oh, maybe not a good octopus, who knows. But why an octopus? Oh, not a poor octopus. I'd love to be that octopus. Dude, off the face. Who knows? If you get a bunch of, like, eight glow sticks, we're going off its face, man. (laughs) (laughs) Eight glow sticks. <laughs> That'd be a great time. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, there's a girl octopus over there. Woo. So, uh, look, I don't know. We're gonna end. I don't know if we're gonna end on this. I think we're gonna end on this. Um, we'll be on for what? Almost an hour and a half. So a lot, we covered a lot of ground. We covered today. a lot of ground. I think uh, the next couple of podcasts, I'm gonna nail down some real. We've touched on it tonight. I think hitting up the Bible and its uh, holes. And anything else mm. that, like rolls with mm. Censorship goes back thousands of years, man. The Bible proves that. It does. Mm. Fox News was 3,000 years ago. Yeah, Alex Jones is not the first victim of it. So I reckon we should do one on that. And I reckon we should do one on the uh, JFK. I think there's a lot of shit we can mm. talk about that. Mm. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. Mm. All right, well, so I much for the octopus anyway. Uh, well, that was a great topic. Hope you enjoyed the... Second episode of Racked on Rack with DNC. And I hope the sound's a lot better this time. Yeah, stick with us, we're getting better. We'll be all Joe Rogan up in this bitch. Right? Oh, so dude. We're going to fucking... Wait till we get guests on it. We've got a great selection of guests coming up. So we do, we do. Stay tuned. So, uh, yeah, so next time we'll have some guests and uh, it'll be a little bit more dynamic and uh, the topic's going to be... Hacking.